Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 516. Hoping you guys are doing swell. This is Latif calling, uh, coming to you from uh, Monroe, North Carolina. A nice, cool night. Of course, I'm outside and uh, they're burning leaves somewhere, probably several miles away. I can smell it, it's a little annoying. But uh, anyway, uh, very busy day today. Trying to catch up because tomorrow, I have to start preparing for our show. We're leaving Friday to go to Tampa, do a show on Saturday. <coughs> Thank God. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful um, that, uh, you know, things are opening up. I hope they stay open. I'm hope, I hope our health and the health of everyone that we work with and all the fans, um, um, I hope we, uh, hope this is it. I hope everybody's well. Because this shit that we went through this year is unbelievable. Like, out of a freaking sci-fi movie for real so but um tomorrow i have to go get a shape up yep you know the hair's cut short now uh so now it's about trying to keep it clean i want to do a little something with the beard kind of sharpen it up a little bit more and uh kind of get my own look back um uh, a lot of online stuff today so that's that's been a big uh a big thing. I have a lot of crypto stuff that I'm doing, a lot of behind the scenes work that I'm doing. Um, so it really, uh, it has me glued to the computer. I do try to get up and use my standing desk and try to stand as much as I can. But some of the work lately that I've been doing is just like, I'm finding myself able to concentrate a little bit more when I'm comfortable because it's so, so tedious. Like I have to sit there for a very long time. So I try to break it up, you know? Um, Locked in the George Lamont and uh, Julian Jump Perez show, guys. It's for July 17th. Um, I don't have the venue, uh, but it's in Waukegan. So if you guys be on the lookout, what's happening in Waukegan? I'm trying to think of the venue, what the name of the venue is. Oh, actually, I think it's called Lakehurst. Is it Lakehurst? Um, event center or Lakehurst yeah I think it's Lakehurst event center in Waukegan um, Illinois uh, George Lamont with Julian Jumper Perez on the wheels of steel so um, if you can make it to that show please do so this weekend another great uh, I love freestyle music tour event in Tampa Florida at the Avalon event center um, <clears throat> Angel, the original cover girl, um, Niasia, Child Menace, the freaking voice of Nice and Wild. Like, this dude still baffles me. Like, um, I've worked with Remy, I've worked with Reggie, I've worked with David. I actually have a show for David now for July 2nd. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The dude, John Menace, that's the voice. 
when that dude went up on stage and he started to sing a cappella, like it blew me away. Now, I've known John for a long time. I actually was gonna put him out a while ago and him and I, <clears throat> we started to collaborate. I started doing some promos and he pulled out. He pulled out of the show and I was like, oh damn, and I didn't hear from him. I was a little upset because I worked hard to try to do it. It made me look bad, but then he came back and um, he's been going on these stages and he's doing his job, man. He's doing his thing. He looks good, um, looks healthy, man, and sounds great. Like, really, really, serious. Uh, I was really impressed. Uh, Niaja did an incredible job. I always loved her songs, though. She really has really dope songs. Um, that girl should have been definitely on a whole other level because she's up there. She really, she's a good entertainer, too. Uh, Envy, man, blew me away. You know, I got to, yeah, you know, I got to stop sleeping on some of these dudes. These dudes are really, really talented, you know? Um, it's just that we don't do shows with them that often. So I don't get the opportunity to see what they can do, you know? Uh, this weekend also is going to be Charlotte McKinnon from Company B. She was the actual voice. Um, and uh, I had Charlotte at the uh, Freestyle Music Awards in 2008, and she did a great job. Um, and um, her and Susan, unfortunately, they can't, it, they're just not connecting. So that's, uh, it's kind of sad, you know, I mean, come on, we all been through that. Uh, I don't give, I don't blame either one of them. It's just a bad situation. I know we've been there, you know. Uh, so what can we do? You know, I listen, I want to see everybody working. I love the fact that K7 came in. It's got uh, AB right now. Maybe in time they'll bring Tony in. That's personal stuff they can. They have to deal with that. Um, but he's opening up, and that's all it is. Got to give it a give it a little time, you know. And hopefully uh, everybody will come around, you know. Um, who else is performing at night? Uh, it's a couple other people uh, that I'm not really familiar with. Oh, uh, MB Riders and DJ Last. MB Riders, man. Ah. Uh, they're nice guys, really, really, really cool, cool guys, and um, <clears throat> they um, they closed, they closed, what they closed. I think one of the shows in Texas last closed the other show. Um, they're really good. They did really good. Um, and people like them, you know. So they go up on stage, they do their thing. Um, I'm not familiar with their music, but. I should, I need to go online and kind of get a little more familiar with with their tracks, you know? Uh, nice guys though, really nice guys, so. Uh, uh, Laz, yeah, Laz is Laz, man. Laz, you know, been entertaining for many years, man, DJ. Really good DJ, I mean, yeah, he's, he's really, he's a legend, he's definitely a legend. I like Laz, Laz and I have made several thousand dollars um, in the past. And um, he's always taken my shows, and they've always gone through with no problem. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. I'm, uh, I like when he comes and he does the shows. Him and I never really sit down because we always meet up in the club. So sitting around trying to talk, and um, uh, it's just it's hard to connect with anybody when you're in a club. And that's me. That's me. I, I end up. Like that, sometimes I work with people for a long time and I, I never really get a chance to vibe with them because the only time I get to see them is in a club. So then we can't, I can't freaking, 
I'm not gonna be screaming. <laughs> They're not gonna be screaming, you know. So, um, the I Love Freestyle Music Tour, I think, was is is a good thing. I think it's it's actually um, coming together. Zeke and Kathy, I, I think they 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 found what works. They found their formula. He told me that I discouraged him from doing it at one point. I probably did. Now that I think about it, because it is it's one hell of a task. You know, now if you're just, you know, thinking about doing it, I might be like, mm. you know, I might tell you, you know, I don't know if you're my peoples. Because I hate to see people lose money. Uh, but he went out there and he did his thing. And uh, he did well. He's been killing it. So I got to give it to him. Bravo. Um, I'm on his team. I want to see him win. I'm not a I'm not a promoter. I'm a booking agent. And I'm a manager, and I have a whole bunch of shit that I do. Um, all I want to do is be able to take my wife on the road, do our shows, make it all work for us. You know, it has to be part of the big picture for us to be able to break away. Um, a lot of the bigger concerts, though, are looking towards the free, I Love Freestyle Music Tour as a bit of a thorn, thorn in their side, um, and. Uh, <clears throat> And I kind of see what's going on. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're going to, they're not, I don't think they're going to play nice. I don't think the big shows are going to play nice. Um, you know, they, they don't want any interruption. They don't want their system being interrupted. So, um, uh, but I'm already sensing that, sensing that. Um, there's a few of them that are probably not going to mess with me that much. They're probably not going to book us, which is fine. I mean, really, I'm not, you know, anybody who knows me, listen, I don't chase shows like that. I'm never going to ask for a show. If anything, we'll try to rock the house and hopefully we get a call back. That's, that's the game plan, you know? The plan is to go out there, rock the house, and then get a call back. If you rock the house and you get a call back, you know, this is why I tell a lot of the artists, including my own, including Susie, including Andrew. I'm like, listen, I could get you there the first time. The second time is up to you. Will the promoter give you a call back? Because if I send you <clears throat> to a venue the first time <clears throat> and you don't come through, you don't make some noise and you don't turn it out. I can't sell you again. They might use you as a filler later on or after they exhaust, but quite a few years could go by before they call you back. And then they'll basically settle. Okay, who did well? Well, you know, let's bring this one back. We haven't had them here for four years. However, the acts that do well, they want them every year. Sometimes tw twice a year. That's how that is. And I tell these acts all the time. I get you there as an agent. I get you there the first time. But you got to get yourself there the second time. And the only way you do that is by rocking the house. If you don't get a call back, then, you know, and I have to go and resell you, then there's a problem. If I have to resell you, that's a problem. And that goes for my own acts as well. You know? You know, I look at so many of these artists, you know, I came up wanting to be an artist, you know, growing up. And I honestly believe that I probably would have been a dope-ass artist. I do, um, because the passion, I would have wanted to have 
everything right. I would have wanted to have the right outfits. I would have, I would have wanted the right choreography. I would have wanted all the pieces together and I would have wanted to rehearse. I would have wanted to make sure that I establish a certain amount of time every single day to rehearse, you know? And I'm not talking about just, you know, singing your songs. I'm talking about getting down, sitting there, sketch out my routine, kind of really get an idea of what it, what it is I want to do. It's not about the look. It's not about why my hair, my nails, my outfit, my hair. It's not, that's, that, that plays a part, part of it. But what can you do? Can you entertain a crowd with your talent? That's what, it, that's what it's about, you know? And I see some of these artists that, that really take that for granted, you know? I don't see too much of an effort. Um, and it's, it's, it's a shame, it really is, you know? It's a shame. Um, you know, people started dogging a lot of the freestyle. Oh, they do the same routine, or uh, you know, they're getting fat, or they're getting they're out wearing the same outfit. I think all of that is fine. I do think that you know that we're dealing with a nostalgic style of music. So I can see a lot of the acts trying to go back and trying to you know. Keep it nostalgic. You know, cover girls, we try to do that with the cover girls. We try to um, bring them back and um, um, let them see what the dances were like, what the dresses were like, what the routine looked like, what the girls looked like, what the songs sound like, you know? So we wanted that package. That's what we want. Then when we do Angel OCG, when we do the solo stuff, we try to flip it a little bit. We don't go too far off. We still have work to do on that, um, but we try to try to stay. That's it's a really um, that's a that's a real sticky situation with that. You know, what do we do? Um, how do we transition from Angel to Cover Girls and back? You know, so that's important. Um, TK does a good show, um, but really, what they did is, in my opinion, is. They, it's a, it's to me, it's a K7 swing and the swing kids show with the TK title, which is smart. It's smart. The, the, the K7 routines and dances were top of the line. They were, those shits were dope. Um, but I think the name TKA was much bigger than the K7 name. Not saying that the K7 name wasn't big, it was, but the TK became really legendary. And um, so what he did is he took the best of both worlds. I understand that. I see what he did, and it's genius. <laughs> you know? Uh, I like the artists that do try to re reinvent themselves a little bit, and I see Shannon, she has a dance, she's trying to do something a little different. Some of the acts do, they bring the dances up. I don't know if the dances, it's, I don't think it's all about the dances. And I have a little issue when it comes to dances because I've seen artists totally become reliant on them. I think a ton artist, a true artist, needs to be on stage for several years or for a few years, really developing themselves on a solo tip. I'm talking about totally solo. Can they go on stage and can they work that crowd and they can they entertain a crowd without any distractions and if you could do that then what happens is the dancers become the cherry on top 
If you have to rely on your dancers for a good show, then there might be a problem. There might be a problem. Um, if that's what it is. But if that's the, the only problem I see there is the fact that um, <clears throat> you're going to be stuck with those dancers. You're going to be heavily reliant. If those dancers are not there, you're not going to want to perform. And that's where it, becomes to, it starts to become handicapped. You become handicapped that way. You know, um, I saw Stevie B do that for a while. I saw him with the dancers, and he'll still have some dancers in his um, in his band. Um, but he also goes out there and does a lot of shows by himself. So he pulls it. Lisa Lisa um, seems to now be relying a lot on her crew, her dancers, her background singers. Um, I don't know if she would ever do a solo performance again. There was a time Susie relied a lot on her dancers. When she decided to finally kick up to the curb, she had no choice but to go up there and entertain. And what she did is, is she knew she had the look, she had the body, and what she did is she wore, she dressed and say, oh, I'm gonna entertain this crowd, both with the way I look and my songs. Because she has great songs. And she has a lot of songs. And she has a great voice. Like She's a very unique artist. I'm fortunate to work with her. Matter of fact, I spoke to her today because uh, we haven't spoken in, in about two weeks. Um, and she's doing well, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Any of these other artists who... Um, Expose, I think the only one that can... Go out there and really, I can't say, I'm not going to say can. That's wrong. I shouldn't say that. The only one that I've seen go out there on their own was Joya. Can Jeanette and Anne do it? Probably. They're talented ladies. I've just never seen it. So it's kind of hard for me to visualize something I haven't seen. Can they do it? I think so. I think if they wanted to, they could. But um, I don't think they want to. So I think that they rely on each other a lot, whereas Joya can easily branch off and do her own thing. You know? So, um, yeah, so these are some of the things that uh, I think about now. Especially now, we're all getting older and shows are starting to come back. It's like, how do we do this? Like, how do we go back out and... Remember I said during the pandemic, you know, if we're coming out the same way we came out before, then there's a problem. We did something wrong, you know? Um, I think we made a few changes. We're readapting. Um, of course, the ideas were there. I can't execute them until the show's actually started again. Now we could go out and do certain things. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's good, it's good that everybody, you know, listen, really, you know, sometimes I can see acts, oh, man, so-so's doing a show, doing three shows here, though. Uh, I could understand. I can understand the jealousy. I can understand envy. I can understand it, but at the same time, um, it is very important. If there was only, you know, a few shows happening around the country, we'll be failing. It'd be a, truly a failing genre, you know, genre. So, um... So it's good. It's good. And you know, any artists who listen to this, and there's several, um, 
you know, always keep in mind that all those shows that are going on really benefit us all. It benefits you as an artist because it keeps the market bubbling. It really does. The only thing is that we got to work our way up to that level. So if the market's bubbling and you're not part of one of those bubbles, then, then you need to really take a look at what's going on. What are you doing? What's, what's wrong? You know, what's wrong? What's happening? So anyway, um, all right, guys, I'm going to shut down. I have to go back to work. I have, it's already 1130 and I'm exhausted, uh, but I got a few things I have to do. So I'm going to try to knock those out. But um, I just want to reach out and tell you guys thank you for everything. Thank you for tuning in as always. And again, I'm going to try to see what I can do if I could bring the podcast on the road. It's got, it's really hard because I'm, I'm in a public place and it kind of looks weird and I can't really hear and I can't concentrate. And so I'm wondering, you know, is it going to be, I guess if I have the opportunity to do it, if I have a balcony, I could go out and it's private. I'll do it. It's really hard for me to do it around other people because people see me talking and they think I'm talking to them and they start looking at me like, oh, huh, what? You know, and they, I got to tell them I'm doing podcasts and, and I don't have really the luxury to sit anywhere. I have to, you know, we're moving. We're constantly moving when we're on the road. So, but, but anyway, but at worst case scenario, I come home and I have shit to say. Yeah, I have shit to talk about. So, and we did. We did that this weekend. So, but anyway, hi guys. Listen, be cool, be safe. And until tomorrow, Good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.